0: And now, weighing in, out of the blue corner, Josh the Punk Thompson. 100%. And on the other side, he weighs in from the red corner, big John McCarthy. Well,
1: that's Josh the Punk Thompson. I am John McCarthy, and we are the Weighing In Podcast, and we are coming to you kind of live from Paris, France, because we were here for Bellator. And we have been watching fights all night long. We've been up the entire night, but man, I'm telling you, we have had a great time
0: here in Paris. We've been all over. We've yeah. done it all. We're no, falling in love with the Lime bikes. <laughs> the, the Lime bikes are absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. We call it. We have Bird and Lime in, in the Bay Area. The weather's been outstanding. I I came here back in like 08 or 09, I think it was, and the weather was cold and rainy, and that seems to be common around here. But this trip has been really nice. Walking around, short sleeves. People have been really nice this time around. The first time I came, they were not nice. Everyone here has been outstanding. The service has been good. The food has been good. People have been great. It's been amazing. I've also, and the city's great. It's been a different. It's been a different version. It's, you know it's, it's why? It's been a different version. You, you know? know why? Because I'm here with you. That's
1: right. That's right. Let's just be honest. You got. You got to look at the differences. And the differences. I wasn't there the first trip. Yeah. Now I'm here. Look at what's happening.
0: John, I got to be honest though. You that's said that's right. we were up all night. Well, I was not up all one night. Of us, <laughs> one of us one of was us up us, all us. night. I'm sorry, guys. There was a couple fights <laughs> that put me to sleep. <laughs> just being honest. A couple fights were like a bottle of NyQuil. It was four in the morning, five in the morning. And I was just trying to get my eyes open. It was, oh, yeah. look, I don't want to take anything away from the talent that we saw. They're amazing fighters. Just sometimes, you know, it just doesn't work for you that night. And, and I get it. Um, look, we we had one in Bellator, and not, I'm not like I said, the main event for Bellator had me doing the same thing, and I was in the arena, but <laughs> the but the card was good itself, you know, and the same thing with the UFC. UFC had some really good, outstanding fights. But then some good fights.
1: And they had a couple that were just
0: oh, doing, doing no, no, the same no, no, thing. Let's
1: just be honest: the one which is a championship fight yeah. was horrible, and yeah. and no one can sit there and say it was anything. The announcers, Joe Rogan and Cormier and John, they're all saying. Oh, this sucks.
0: Yeah, it was hard. No, it was no, hard. No. it was hard. But I mean, look. Let's get back. Let's talk a little bit more about our trip. Okay. Let's okay. Talk let's about g- let's give you guys some stories. Did you eat crepes? What Did you crepes? Get any
1: crepes? crepes? Did I eat some crepes? crepes. I've eaten some crepes. I've had the crepe.
0: Yeah. See, I'm not a crepe guy, man. Yeah. You know, there's they have big ones here that I do the. Yeah, but they stuff them with stuff. Yeah, they right? stuff them with really bananas, cool. oh, yeah, oh, Tuna, all that stuff. Phenomenal. Yeah, see, I mean, like, I've already started running for my six-minute mile, That you know? Um, <laughs> so, I'm, I'm, you know, I was like, yeah, give me a couple weeks. When I get back, I'm going to just prove to Dave that, you know, it can be done.
1: We also sat at the Sir Winston Churchill oh, yeah. pub, which took and put another two weeks of time onto Josh being able to reach that six-minute. Yes, he did. That's the pierce
0: that he was putting down. I was putting them down. Like, Hey, look, when you were, I don't even know how you say the name, the, the, the Arc. Arc de Triomphe. There you go. That name. Okay. (laughs) We were sitting right across. That's where the, the Winston Churchill. Fantastic. Yeah. It was awesome. You could see it from there. It was awesome. Weather was beautiful. People were nice. Our, our, uh, our server there was, he was a great, great. he was awesome. Anyways, but it's hilarious. Everyone is waiting that we're here with, right? They're all waiting for Ubers and John and I have been on the line bikes the whole time, just cruising through. Paris, it's been funny. We're beating them at all these locations. We're getting there first. They're still waiting. Like, we came from the Eiffel Tower that one night. That was hilarious, by the way. We came
1: from the Eiffel Tower at one thirty
0: in the morning. We are on line bikes <laughs> on line with bikes. these little
1: tiny freaking lights and stuff. So and that was that one was a little bit, because there were a couple of bumps and things that we hit. You mean the cobblestone oh that my God, man, rattles your you nuts? What. Oh, it doesn't rattle your nuts. It crushes your nuts. <laughs> I am so telling weird. you right now, do not ride a bike, on cobblestones, in the dark, it will definitely alter your life. I think that the French actually <laughs> do this as a form of birth control.
0: <laughs> it was so horrible. Good. See, the, the funny part, you guys have big nuts, because I don't, it didn't hurt me at oh. all. <laughs> I had no problems Just whatsoever. horrible. But yeah, it, it does get a little bumpy. And uh, But look, we've been able to see some beautiful sights, man. We went yeah. by the Louvre. We went. Uh, where else we go? We went to obviously the Eiffel Tower. We went to the Eiffel Tower a couple of times, different cameras. Notre handles. Dame. Yeah, Notre Dame. We went. Which by is there kind of all. It's all being. It's being all blocked redone off because, because it's redone, of, the yeah, of the fire, but um, overall, it's been it's been a good trip. We're here, you know, until Monday. We leave here Monday. Then we go to London, which is tomorrow, right? Which is tomorrow. Monday is tomorrow, and then we go to London. You know, we'll be in London. Uh, we'll actually be in Wembley. So uh, people keep. Yeah, but we're gonna go to London. We are. Yeah. Okay. I guess well, we
1: are. Piccadilly Square. Whatever. All right. See, Do you see so you're good.
2: taking a train to London?
1: Yeah, yeah. you can take the train. Yeah, you take, you take, it's an easy train too. It's like a it's like
0: 30 minutes. Yeah. No Dave, if you ever if you ever want to come out here with, I'll show you around. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but you know, let I, I want someone to say like I had it's so great that um I've got like this burning hole in my pocket of money. It's so oh, nice. Those of you guys that didn't get the... Was it last show? Yeah. It was. It was last show. Yeah. For the waning, in, in on the odds, go back and watch our last show. Josh Thompson is right again <laughs> about the main event. Okay? I was oh, right oh, about... Excuse Islam. me, T Ortiz. Now you're going into the right third person. I was right again about... Josh Thompson was right again. About Islam <laughs> Lakachev,
1: Bobby Green. Dude, don't, don't go back. That I was far,
0: right. Okay. I was it right. It takes
1: you that long, that far ago, that long ago yeah. to actually be right again.
0: You interrupted me. I was, <laughs> and so now I was once again right about this fight. This was a great fight. Uh, but you know, I love that I have more money in my pocket. Okay,
1: but let's just be honest about it. See, you didn't even remember I didn't. <laughs> so I
0: would if it would
1: have been the day, I would kind of you. hey, where's my money? You go, I didn't fucking bet. John starts playing. I am always honest, and if I lose the bet, which we- I did, he stopped him in the first round. I
0: I will pay off on the bet. Yeah. It was but here, John starts, we're sitting there having coffee in the morning and John starts counting out American money. I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, and then at the end he pulls out a hundred. He's like, oh, I owe you this. And I was like, for what? <laughs> I was like, That's for what? Oh, I lost. you're a good man, my friend. You lo- I lost. Man. You got yeah. it, man. You I called it out. You said, said about you first round. <laughs> don't care. It's okay. They can say it. It doesn't matter. Oh, I love it. Um, all right. Well, hey, let's uh, let's break right into it. Let's go with Bellator first, only because it was on Friday, not because we're homers. Okay, we're gonna talk. We, we're gonna go in order. We'll go Bellator first. We'll talk a little bit about the PFL. Was PFL on Thursday?
2: It was Friday oh, too.
0: Friday also, so we'll go. We'll go Bellator. We'll go a little bit of the PFL. I didn't get a chance to watch a lot. I watched the Julia Bud fight, and then I watched a little bit of the Kayla Harris fight. Uh, I didn't get to see uh, Roy McDonald. The time change really oh, is great. getting me, and uh, it, the, the time change and the the way the fights are scheduled oh my has really interrupted my drinking. So I'm really trying to <laughs> just want you guys to know: it's, it's, you know, drink, watch the fights, but hey. But you know what? You know what's so weird about yeah, you know, and
1: uh, uh, this is kind of off topic. But, you off topic, never. I know. Can you believe it? <laughs> but you know, here in France, had the Bellator, you know, the UFC is coming here. France now has some really good fighters and mm. guys that are really, you know, and you know, obviously, guys like Cyril Gnome, but guys that are really on the upswing and everything. Mm-hmm. How many things did you hear about the UFC here? None. Zero. It was
0: weird. But here's the thing the same thing, though. Some of the people we ran. You into couldn't even get it here. Yeah, some of the people we were. Uh, yeah, I couldn't get it. We couldn't, well, we
1: couldn't get the we, prelims. We couldn't get
0: the pre- prelims on the ESPN because
1: app. the ESPN app ours says, you know, I pay for ESPN. I yeah, pay for the, and it says you cannot use this in this region. I'm like, well, what the hell am I paying for? Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't get it. I couldn't. So I couldn't go to any kind of bar or anything you know. to to watch the fights. It's, it's just kind of odd because I'm so used to. You know when we go somewhere, man, you can see the fights, and you see posters for the UFC, you see posters if it's Bellator, Bellator's there. You see all these different things. Yeah.
0: Nothing. Yeah. So. Which is strange because it's it, it's it seems like it's a real hotbed for the sport right now. It, well, I it, mean, the the arena was sold out for Bellator. Yeah. You know, um, and their fighters like Davy Gallon and uh, Landu, uh, who else? Uh, Gregory. Uh, how do you say his name? Baben. Babin. Babin. Like those three guys, and even the Ngiata, they all got huge standing ovations, especially Landu with his breakdancing at the end. Uh, good fight, also, too, by him. But then um, Gregory with a great finish as well. I mean, like these guys had, these guys, the crowd went nuts. I mean, outside of Landu, Landu got a really, like, a big standing yeah, ovation. Huge pop. The other guy who got the biggest ovation, though, Yo Joel Romero. Romero. And here's the thing, John, I was kind of questioning, I go, Look, if he loses this fight to Alex Polizzi, does Bellator keep him? I'm like, you know, because he's a lot of money.
1: Yeah, I'm just being no, honest, no, you no. know.
0: He's yeah. a lot of money. And I'm thinking, but then, and then when I when I had talked to some people, he's like, yeah, we keep him. And I'm like, okay. So then he fights, he has a great performance. I, and I said, I've already made this very clear. Said, this Yoel, not the one that fought Phil Davis, not the one that I feel now after watching his performance now at 205, not the one that I think tried to put on the weight too much. Yep. And just looked soft, didn't look like the same.
1: Well, you even said before the fight started, you came over and you're looking, you go, hey, look at him. I go, yeah, he looks good. And you go, he looks
0: fucking ripped. Yeah. And there was a difference. Yep. Because when we saw him, we saw him, he was still cutting weight for the fighter meetings the day before weigh-ins. He was soaking wet in the fighter meetings. And, uh, and, and you weren't there, so no. you wouldn't know. But <laughs> That's because my um, flight wouldn't, me, no, 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 wouldn't bring me. Because oh, I was late again? Yes. Yeah, John's, John's pretty much always that. But it really just came down to he was sweating. He looked a little sucked in. I was like, okay, maybe he's having a hard time with the weight cut. But then when I saw him at the, at the, at the weigh-ins, I was like, okay, he looks good, but he still looked a little sucked. And I was like, but then when he was able to get some food in him, he filled out, but he filled out and was still lean. Some guys fill out and they get a little soft. They have that soft look to him and he didn't have it. No, he looked like I a... I saw the veins in his shoulders. Yeah. I saw the... He, he looked muscle. like a fucking battleship. Yeah. He looked good in this fight. He looked, he looked, everything about him looked good in this fight. And I also hate when guys that are built like him, Greek gods, and then they wear, they wear Muay Thai shorts. Yeah. Well, he did that the last one. And then they, they have, one. and then they have shitty performances. They drive me nuts. <laughs> you
1: think I, it's because of the Muay Thai shorts? Yeah, is that it? I actually
0: do. You know, who else did that shit? Was uh, uh, Benson Henderson used to do that for a little bit? Really? He come in. And I think he really, remember uh, Benson yeah. wearing Muay Thai shorts. I was like, bro, you're like, he's so flexible. He's got big legs. I'm like, if I had big legs, I would always wear like the, the, the compression the, shorts. The, yeah, the small compression shorts. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like yo, everyone look at my legs. Like Yoel is just, anyways. He was fast. He was explosive. He, he outside of, like I said, do, he got the biggest ovation. You know, um, absolutely just, it, you can see that that is the Yoel Romero that Bellator was hoping to sign. And I think that he's put the weight on properly and is carrying it well. At 205, he's going to be a fucking problem. He, dude, he, he I is, can't believe he ever made 185.
1: <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy he was killing himself to make 185. But you look at it and it's all you do when you watch Yoel Romero is you wait. You're mm-hmm. waiting for those moments of yeah. explosion because when he decides to go, it's like, holy shit. I mean, because mm-hmm. good fighters just like start to wilt under the attack of the speed, the power, everything he does. You know, when I, I, when I did the, his fight with Leo Machida, he stood up with Lyoto for the first two rounds and then in the beginning of the third, just decides, I'm just going to take him down. Takes it down. All done! And you go. Why are you staying out there that long when yeah. this is what you can do? And he can. The dude is just remarkably gifted as far as an athlete. There was
0: there were some people that were on Twitter and going, "Hey, how come, how come you how come the ref didn't stop the fight?" And I said, "And I was I said, oh, you guys got to watch the show." And here the show is now, and we're going to talk about that.
1: The reason why a couple in there we got to talk about. Yeah, you were you were putting people down.
0: Uh, I, that. <laughs>
1: That's that's, that's your job. No,
0: we're, oh, we're just not here to sugarcoat things. But um, it, this is why, and I'll give you an exa- Give you a reason is that every time he hurt him, he stopped and backed away. That's horrible. And gave him time, and, and it's and John will, go ahead, John. You this is your this is your area. Of no, expertise. it's
1: just you, you're looking for those moments when you know a guy has taken big shots and he's hurt, but he's trying, but he keeps on taking more, and so you're you, this is where you're looking for a moment where you can get him out of the fight you got, so it looks, you know, like, hey, yes, you should have stopped it there. You know, he, he couldn't take any more. He's just covering all those. And you'll get most fighters, when they hurt someone, they go after them, and mm-hmm. they give you that, that moment that you can make that decision. And you all is one of those guys, and I, there's other guys out there that all, they're like a kid playing. They've caught a butterfly or a fly, and I know it's not nice, but they're pulling the wings off one by one. <laughs> and you're just like, they stop. They pull it, and they hurt him, and they oh, let me back off. And they take away that moment that you can go in and basically stop it because now they're not engaging. They're not hurting the person. The person has time to actually try to recover. So you've got to let the person stay in the fight. And I'm just telling you, it's a horrible feeling when you're the referee. and say when someone's doing that, it's like, and you're going, you son of a bitch, you know, because you're looking, hey, let me get this guy out of here. You know, you're beating him bad. Let me get... And they don't. They take it away from your ability to do it. And it's just—it's frustrating. It's yeah. frustrating as hell.
0: Well, so that that also helps. Want to, to touch on that? But there were some other questions as well that people would hit me up on Twitter, and they said, "Well, how come? Why did they? Why did the fight in the first? If you guys watched the first two prelims, oh, they were absolutely just insane, crazy fights. One person gets dropped, gets back up, comes back, drops the other person, back and forth in the whole fight." It's it was just a great, both first two fights of the prelims. If you guys haven't a chance, go to the Bell uh YouTube channel. You guys can check it out. The first two fights in the prelim were just slobber knockers, just back Barber. and forth, just yeah. bar burners, great fights. But in the second fight, there was, it looked like to be an early stoppage. I even said it on air. Yeah. I said, Hey, I go a little, I go, this was an early stoppage. The guy was still coming forward. He was rocked, but he had the stanky leg. One leg was stiff. He couldn't walk. I a little bit of that Kevin Lee, um, Barboza, because uh, Barboza kicked him across the top of the yeah, head, and he uh, went stanky uh, leg on him, you know. But in in the first two fights, in that second fight, he's stanky leg, but he's still swinging and he's still trying to he's still trying to like fight. And he had done well up to that point. And he had and he was and he was winning the fight I think up until that point when he until he got rocked. Um, and they said and I and I told Brian Miner because Brian Miner was the uh, ref. Okay. And he came up to me I said, I said, bad stoppage. He's like, no. And then he sat down with me. And John and I do this all the time, just so you guys are aware. Like, I, I, I am a very, uh, and I understand, I'm, I'm kind of an arrogant person. And so when we had these conversations, I, I asked a ton of questions. And I asked, I said, hey, why was that? Why do you think it wasn't a bad stoppage? And he goes, look, if it was a main event, because I said, I go, I go if, you, if this was if a title fight. He's, oh, no, no, you have to let that go if it's a title fight. He's like, but when you got young guys that are opening the card, he's like, I don't need to see the nail in the coffin. A guy is young. He's 22, 21, 24, 26. Young in his career. Only has three fights. Why do I want to see him get knocked out, face down, ass up, and potentially ruin his career? You know, this kid could have a bright future. He was undefeated. I think he was 2-0 or 3-0 at the time. But he has a bright future. Yeah, so why? why have him get knocked out and destroyed and maybe ruin his career or a, a bright future for him. When I could get him out of there, he goes back to the drawing board, comes back and gets a win. That could work. And I started thinking, I'm like, yeah, he's like, if it's a title fight, I let it go. I, he's like, I have to, I have to let it go. And, you know, and then even for guys, that if it's not a title fight, if you're a main event fighter, if you're someone that I've known, you've got 20 fights, 30 fights, and I've seen you fight hundreds of times, or I've seen you fight 20 times, or I've seen you in Come out of those the, positions. And I know what you can do. And you're on the main card. He's like, you're on the main card for a reason. He's like, these guys are opening the show. So that makes a little bit more sense. And when John's famous lines are, you can't ref every fight the same way. You have to treat them differently because they're different people. Different fighters fight at different levels. And they can only take so much damage. And you don't know what the damage can be. So save them when you can and they're, if they're young in their career. You said that actually very well. I'm very proud of you. Right. You are learning, man. All right. All right. You know what? Believe it or not, I'm a smart guy outside of math. <laughs> okay. I, can't, I can't spell either, but... Now,
1: you know, everything you said it was exactly right, and it's, you know... When I, I'll tell people, look, you cannot ref all fights the same. It is different. And when a fighter is in a position to be on the main card, because now they're in that position to move up towards getting that title shot, you got to let them go as far as you can let them go. Mm-hmm. But when you have a young fighter and look at that kid got stanky legged, went down. Mm-hmm. I mean, stanky leg bad. Got himself up, but was still really bad, right? And went down on his own mm-hmm. without really being touched again because he couldn't control his body. And as he got up, the guy came in and landed one shot, and Brian stopped it. And you look and you go, that look, that's a good stoppage at this point in that young man's career with what this fight means. Yes, he wants to win it. Yes, it's important to him. But in the the big picture of what is going on here, this is a minor blip. They saw that he was doing very well. They're gonna have him fight again Mm -hmm. because of the way that he was fighting. He just got clipped with a shot that his body wasn't able to recover from fast enough for him to be able to intelligently defend himself, and so he got him
0: out of there. Because the next example is what we were just came off of was Yoel and Polizzi. Polizzi's been in the main card. Yoel's been in the main card. He let that fight go on, but Yoel didn't make it easy because he kept stepping away every time he rocked him. Sure, the ref was looking for ways to get him out of there. He just never had a solid moment to step in and say, hey, because Yoel kept kept backing away after he rocked him. I was pleased he broke his jaw. I think in the end of the, the beginning oh, the of the last, third, yeah, yeah. The, the middle of the third, he broke his jaw and he continued to fight. Last round. Yeah, just the kids. He's too too tough. Too tough for his own good. Own good, yeah. You know, and th- these are the ones you look
1: at and you go, okay, you know. And I, I'll ask you, as the fighter, you get hurt. Mm-hmm. What is it that you should do? You have you have certain things that you have available to you. One is that we try to clinch. One is that we try to gain space and move away and circle out and get and just get some time. Mm -hmm. Another is we we bite down on our mouthpiece, we stand our ground, and we start slinging back. Mm -hmm. So, which one is the one that's the smartest?
0: Well, it really depends on the person you're fighting. Okay. Okay. If, if, Which if I'm fighting you Romero, smartest. if I'm fighting okay, Romero, there you well, Romero, I'm not trying to clinch with him. No, so what are you doing? Circling and staying away. Exactly,
1: head. okay. Yeah. Do you think the referee in there knows exactly what you should be doing against that guy?
0: Should. Should. Yeah, he should. He, should. he did his homework.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So he's looking to see, are you doing the things that are showing that you are using your brain the right way? Yeah. When you do the two things, of, and, and they'll even give you, okay, try to clinch with him. Okay, it's probably not going to be successful but it's going to close the distance for you being hurt. But the last thing that they're, they're going to look and say, you try to bite down on the mouthpiece and sling. It's telling them uh, you're just, there's nothing really working. Mm-hmm. You're just going off of what you've trained to do over all this time. And your body's reacting. Cause what, you know, we have the, the saying, you know, your, your, your body will readily go where your mind's already been. Mm-hmm. And when you've been in those positions that you've been hurt and you, you go, you have certain things that you do. And if you're the guy that, Bites down and slings—that's the one. That the referee's going to be closer towards stopping than the guy that's using his head of trying to gain distance mm-hmm. or at least clinch up. It's—it's it's all in the way you—you you look at how that fight's going.
0: <clears throat> but overall, great performance by Yoel Romero. That one's oh. going to be a problem. You put him against—you oh. put you put that Yoel Romero against Corey Anderson Nemkov. You know, I think it ends up being a problem. I don't want to take too much away. From Phil Davis's performance against him, but that was not the same Yoel Romero that fought Phil Davis. No,
1: and also, you know, I know it's a weird thing to say, and, you know, it seems like, oh, come on. Look, at Yoel Romero thought it was a five-round fight. He, you know, he yeah. did.
0: But he still, his body still didn't look bad.
1: I'm not like saying, that. and I'm not saying if it was a five-round fight, yeah. Phil Davis wouldn't have still gotten the win. But it was a split decision. I didn't agree with that. I, I thought Phil that. Davis won it. But... Yoel had been fighting most all five round fights for the most part.
0: I also want to go back to the fact that like when I was like, Oh, I was pleased. He's a good wrestler. He's this and that. He's also not Phil Davis's level love no. wrestling. No, no. And that if you go back and watch that Phil Davis fight with Yoel Romero, the timing on Phil Davis's takedowns was some of the best timing I've seen from Phil Davis ever in yep. his career. Yep. The timing off the striking, boom, boom, ducked under a beautiful double legs. Got some great transitions in that fight. Locked the hands against the fence, lift and slam. Polizzi never even got close. No, he didn't even sniff a fucking leg or a no. takedown.
1: He got stone walls every yeah. time, and some of them were just like, damn. Yeah, it's, that's, it's, even him hitting into you, it hurt. your yeah.
0: house I was like, oh no. Better. Like riding a line bike on cobblestone.
1: No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we um, did have a we did have a young woman as. Kind of on a scooter bias.
0: Oh, <laughs> John. oh Okay, so John's in we're front zipping. of me. We're zipping. Dave, Dave, you podcast through the middle of traffic. Tell so, the, so we're driving in the middle of traffic. Okay, the bus is on the in the right lane because it's close to the curb, which and is where the
1: bike lane is too. Where the
0: bike lane is too. So we're right between, like we're in between the car and the bus. So we're in the middle of the road, and we're riding. This she comes in. We're on bikes, and she comes in on a scooter, like a Lime scooter. And she's next to me. I could tell that because the bus is going to start to slow down because there's a stop. And car. I circle around the far outside car to cut back in. So he goes, <laughs> he goes around the bus, and he's does, and and the she comes, idea. she comes in, and I'm like, and I can see the bus is going to start slowing down. So I let her go in front of me. She starts to go in front of me, and she looks over to the left, and the fucking bus stops. She runs right into the back of the and bus. Nice she, it. she <laughs> I keep, I swear to you, it was, it was like the scooter hit her in the butt the back <laughs> of the scooter hit her in the ass and her face hit the back of the bus <laughs> and she spun like spun fly i was like oh my god she was she had like a uh uh backpack. shoulder strap yeah. like backpack one of those i don't yeah, know like like a laptop bags or whatever. yeah something like that she had too. shit went flying everywhere cars <sighs> were in there she had to pick it up i was like oh my gosh I'm like, you all right yeah, she got up speaking French, and it was a lot of words. It is it awesome
1: to hear a person that speaks French cuss because it sounds
0: elegant. Yes.
1: It it's <laughs> it fantastic.
0: So funny. Just telling you. She was pissed, and then she got back on. I was like, you okay? She was like, yes, I'm okay. But then she was saying a lot of things. in French. Josh being the gentleman stopping. I did stop. And... John McCarthy just moving yeah, on. John was just gone. He didn't even look back. <laughs> no man left behind. Shit, no man not left applied. to John. I've got more stories. More stories about that, by the way. Hey, I went back for you. You weren't there. Yeah, whatever. You can
1: see on my little you thing. You left me circle. for so long. That I tried four other so line So long, bikes. I had no
0: idea where I was at. Jeez. I'm guy. riding through the city of Paris, holding on to my damn phone I in one hand, him. trying to ride. To I show other. him how to use the line bike, and then he leaves me, and my line bike doesn't work. So I'm <laughs> stuck, where like it's like it says no, it doesn't take Apple Pay. I'm like, yes, it does. I'm like, but it doesn't take Apple. It didn't take Apple Pay for some reason. And it wouldn't let me push the damn yeah. car. I was so mad, so mad. Anyways, and then I look up and John's gone, nowhere to be found. I'm in, stuck in the middle of Paris. Everyone's left me by myself in the dark. Good thing, I, good, like I said, good I started running. I just jumped out. I did my seven minute mile all the way to the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> yeah, right. Damn, I got there.
1: I'm sweating profusely. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna say he's not lying. He was running because I finally said, "Where the fuck are you? We're on the phone." He goes, "My phone is dying." I'm running around the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> like, oh my God, man. I go, all right, stop. I want you to look at the Eiffel Tower. Where's the moon? <laughs> I mean, I just, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yes, the Eiffel yes. Tower. Where's the moon? He goes, it's behind me. I go, you gotta come all the way to the other side of the Eiffel yeah. Tower, man. Oh.
0: And I ran like probably I ran like, I don't know, six, seven blocks to the to the Eiffel Tower. And then so, after like, the six, seven man. blocks, I ran all the way around the fucking, all the way around the fucking <laughs> Eiffel Tower just to get to John. So, all right, so like man. a third
2: of a mile, like a third of a mile. Okay, all right. All right. I, Maybe I see two you.
0: Yeah, and it took me like a minute and a half. <laughs> so about yeah, an to run a, a qu-
2: to run like a third of a mile, jeez, oh, that's a long time.
0: <laughs> oh, a third of a mile, this I know
2: athletes that can do that in thirty seconds.
0: <laughs> but you're not an athlete, so that's the thing. You can't. Yeah, do it. And, and, thing. and I'm still and I'm still keeping up. No, oh, you're not. There it is. You're not.
1: You're not. We know that. Uh, um, right. Let's talk. Let's talk about the main event. Let's talk about the main event. Ryan Bader versus Chek Congo. You got to look at it. And one of the things people didn't realize first round Chuck Congo tears his quad up high. Yes. That was one thing. So that made it where it was tough for him. He went back to his corner and I'm listening to him in his corner and he actually tells his corner, I'm fucked. And his tiki goose is, I don't give a fuck what you think you're going to go out there and he just, and kind of gets checked back. Yeah. Check just, he can't out wrestle Ryan Bader. Yeah. And that was the story of the whole fight. It's not that, you know, Czech was trying. you got to give him credit. He never broken it. He was working to try to get into it. But in my opinion, and I asked, you know, Paul Herrera and TK, I go, was your game plan to put, you know, your back against the fence? Yeah. I said, it was one of the things that I said in the keys that he can't do. Yeah. And they go, no, he was supposed to take the center and back him up. He just couldn't do it, you know, and why – you know he's he got hurt with his legs, so he felt like he didn't have the power and base, and he could use the fence mm-hmm. to try to hopefully keep himself up. He just wasn't able to do it for very often.
0: Yeah, John. Here's the thing though. A <clears throat> couple things. There, I, I said on I said on air. I said, Jack Kong will look good, and the reason why I said that is because I've seen fights before in the past. I even told Check this after the fight. I go, it's hard. Just yes, because
1: <laughs> Check loves us.
0: Yeah. That's, those aren't exactly his are yeah, exact we'll talk words. about that one. But he, he, to me, he looked good because he never once stopped trying to get up. He yep. never once gave up. The other thing, when you go back and you watch the Caritano fight, he was so exhausted, he couldn't even get up really for the interview afterwards. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that to me, and that was only a one-round fight. Two-round. Two-round. Sorry, two-round fight. You're right. All the way to the second. Yeah. End of the second. So I'm thinking to myself okay, Ryan Bader's going to wrestle him. He's going to get tired. He's just going to basically succumb to just ground and pound or submission. There was never That never happened. And one of the most frustrating things to do is to fight a wrestler who is good in terms of the transitions. Ryan Bader's good at hanging on the hips. Ryan Bader's good at sitting you back to your, to your ass, putting you back down to your hips, lifting you, slamming you, doing all those things. Ryan Bader was the one that was more exhausted at the end of the fight than Check was. Yeah. Ryan sat down in the corner going, Damn, you knew it wasn't a pretty fight. I said "Check, looked good. I thought he did look good. You just can't see he just didn't have the wrestling ability to stuff it or to finish it. He, he also, and you
1: know, you never know until you know. Mm-hmm. He didn't have some of the knowledge he needed. And it, it I think it was partly based upon his leg. He was using his hand to base mm-hmm. and the balance. He needed that hand to get inside yeah. to break apart what Ryan Bader was doing mm-hmm. to him. And he wasn't doing that, so there was no way for him to get out of that.
0: Yeah, so here, John, when you said, oh, one of the keys to his victory was to, to be in the center of the cage, keep his back off the fence. And then when I went back in the first two rounds, you guys go watch the fight, watch the first two rounds. He puts his back to the fence. Ryan Bader has a hard time getting the takedowns. As soon as he steps into the center and he starts trying to strike with him there, every single time, Ryan Bader hits his blast double, puts him flat onto his back, and is able to control the position from there. He had better takedowns in the open map than he did um, with his back against the fence, because check was able to go to the fence, defend, but he just was never able to turn him yeah. off of there. And that's what the focus needed to be. You can't just hang out on the fence. You've got to be able to turn, make him pay. And a lot of that had to do with when I was doing the intro for the show, I said he can never have his feet planted directly in front of Ryan Bader. He, there was a couple moments where he hit Ryan, I think in the fourth round, where he hit him and then he moved. And then Ryan like shot blindly yeah. because he didn't want to get hit. And Ryan just put his head down and thought he could get to the legs. And and Check was able to circle out and try to land another combination. He needed to do that a lot more.
1: That and the kicks. I know he didn't kick based upon the wrestling part. But holy shit, they it had an effect. Holy Christ. Yeah. Two times he hit his leg, man. I mean, you looked at Bader's leg and you go, oh, he yeah. fucked his leg up. And even when he punched and he just glanced, you could tell that Bader was like, oh, I can't have that yeah. hit me again. And he would get in tight and stuff. You have to give it up for you know, a guy who is now going to be 47 years of age. Jeez, he, doesn't, he doesn't fight like it. No. And it, it's rare when you see someone that he still has some, he still has speed. He's got strength. He obviously works his ass off. Yeah.
0: But where does he go from here? I don't know. I mean, here, the, only, the one thing he, and this goes with Yoel Romero as well, is that when you get older, the output's not the same. Yeah. And so the output is slowed down. Check when he was a younger fighter, had a little bit more output. Same with Yoel Romero. When he first came into the scene, he had a little bit more output. And I'm not just talking about striking. Yes, so much for Check because he's more of a striker. With Yoel, there was more wrestling involved. Yeah. There was more of the flying knees. Yeah, like Yoel the fly fell men. in love with the stand-up. Yeah, he fell in love with the stand-up. It's easier. That's, that's the thing you're going to get. There's less energy that goes out. I can circle, throw one shot, and just stay away. Yeah. Especially if you possess the power that check and Yoel mm-hmm. do. Um all right. So what other fights? Uh, what are the fights on that card?
2: Uh, you want me to read through some or John, yeah, you got yeah. any in yeah. your mind? Yeah. Okay. So
0: we, go with that.
2: so we hit David Gallen and Benjamin Brander.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brander just didn't have the answers from the the grappling to the stand-up. He didn't he in didn't in have anyway. Any, any, any
1: element. Yeah. he did not have the ability to stop what Davey wanted to do. Yeah. Davey hit him with a beautiful hip toss on the one, put him down and the ground and pound was there. Just he's got heavy ground and pound. And man, the elbows he, from he, the I mean, even in the stand-up, crucifix. The stand up was, you know, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, and when he when he put him into the crucifix, it was deep and Brander wasn't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. He couldn't. He tried mm-hmm. to move, he couldn't move enough and he's just getting damaged. Yeah. Get stopped.
0: Yep, yep. But overall, David Gallon—he is a—he'll be a star here if he keeps having performances like this. If you guys don't know about him, he's the guy that had the Rolling Thunder knockout over Ross Pearson. Um, well, who was his other win? Um, oh he beat Charlie Leary. Charlie knocked Leary. him out. Knocked him out. Good. He's—he's he's good. He's and good he beat, all the way around. And he K. Musa. That's right with the big he uh, vagina huge, cut.
1: Huge, giant. Yeah, he he was, vagina okay, cut, okay, yeah, vagina cut. Okay, vagina cut. Well, I
0: call it Marvin Eastman. Yeah, give He gave him the Marvin Eastman that big cut oh, yeah. right there. You know. It was basically the same cut as Marvin Eastman's. Yeah, it was. It was nasty. So. Um, great performance by David Gallon. Who else on that card? The great, uh, great. Oh, on. oh Lorenz. Lorenz. Come on. It just, just got to stay busy, man. If yeah. Lorenz can stay busy, I could see him making another run of the title, especially at 170. Um, especially just when he lets it go. Yeah. God damn, when he fucking
1: lets it go. He is so fast. He moves so well. He's in and out. He takes great angles. You watch him. And he'll dip his head off the side, boom, comes in, comes back to the other side. You don't see guys that'll switch to one side and then back to the other very often. Lorenz Larkin's footwork is beautiful. Yeah. He's fast. He just, I do think that at 185, they're too big as far as their frames yeah. for him. He needs to go to the one, you know, back to the 170, which he said, look, I, I would fight 170 if they find me somebody to fight, but yeah. it's a matter of I, I need a fight. And I could get him at 185, so I went to 185. I'll go back to 170.
0: and Yeah, because when we talked to him with the fighter meetings, he, uh, he he's not a gym rat. He doesn't like to be in the gym unless <laughs> he's got something coming up. He's like, okay, cool. I'll train like, you know, once every other day or once a day, but I'm not in there twice a day like I was and when I was I, younger. And I like food. And he likes food, and I understand, I understand that, you know. So when it comes down to, look, if I'm not scheduled for anything, and as you get older, you're like – and he's not old. He's, you know, he's still young. He just – you don't want to be in the gym every single day if you got nothing coming up. And I know you probably should be, but he's so talented on the feet. so good. He's got good takedown defense. He's quick with his hands. In that fight, he was waiting around the first probably minute, minute and a half, and you could just see, okay, I found the rhythm. Right. I found your timing. I found your rhythm. You're not fast. You have no power. Okay, I'm going to get through this. And he just started touching him and touching him and touching him. And it was like, bing, bing, bing. You missed a part in there. When you said, I've,
1: I, I've got the timing, you have no power, you're fucked.
0: Yeah, that's,
1: just, yes. He just was.
0: Yeah, you could just see Lorenz's his confidence just yeah. was like, I got this. Yep. I'm cool. He had Don't that, worry. like, he
1: almost had like that. You look, I, I looked at his face and he went like.
0: Yeah. And it was like, yep. Yep. He's, the swagger was there, yeah. Put my swag on. Hey. hey. Anyways. All right, John has no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> 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 And Baben ben. comes in and fights and gets a big win. Yeah. That was a big win. For Huge him. win over Mike Shipman. Yep. Look, Gregory Baben. B- I, was, I was thinking to myself, I was like, I said in the fighter meetings, he seems a little small for the weight class. Yeah, I but he, he's him. got,
1: He's got a big lower end.
0: Yeah. You know? You're checking out the lower Man, end? He's got, <laughs> he's got big legs, big ass. <laughs> you walk ass, into that one. Big legs, you big ass, that and that so he carries
1: the weight there, but. Man, he was. You talk about a guy that came in. And I was because I'm looking at it thinking, look, Shipman's the real deal, powerful, awkward. And when you and it, Key Journey, Herky Journey, thank you exactly. Yeah. And I, I compare him to that. But man, he came in so confident as far as and and confidence on the ground, I could understand because he's got a great submission game. But confidence on the feet, no, he's never done great things mm-hmm. on the feet. And on the feet, he was confident, and he, and he was putting his hands down. And he was just like marching him down at times, and giving him looks, and just giving a feint with his shoulders, and causing. And he he hit Shipman with some big shots. Yeah. He did a great job, and you know, I, it's amazing what can happen sometimes when guys get that opportunity. You know, but Ben and Bellator, that's his fourth fight. Mm-hmm. All four finishes. Yeah, three by submission, submission. now, one, one by, by knockout.
0: Yeah, it's Shipman, when we talked to him in the week, he's just like, I, you know, I can't make any mistakes. I got to do this, I got to do that. All he did was start off with mistakes. Yeah. It was like, oh, what happened? And he's that guy that he's fought, you know, um, Fabian Edwards. Fabian couldn't get him out of there. He's fought uh, Van Stinas. You know, Van Steenis did get him out Yes, there. but certain guys... He's fought and they weren't able to do anything to him. They had a hard time with him. He was able to push them He'd around. He had gone on a thirteen-fight win streak.
1: Yeah, man. He was he was cleaning clocks, man. He was yeah. on fire for a while there. So it
0: was it was it was strange for me because to see when I talked when I talked with Greg here, I was like he seemed a little smaller. Shipman's strong. I was expecting like him to for Shipman to grab him, throw him to the ground, ground him pound, put some weight Try on the, him, yeah. kind of just. Rag, not really ragdoll him, but just avoid the submission, and that was it. That was the complete opposite of the way I thought that fight. Yeah, I'm no, because
1: he was getting great hit. Great performance, though. He was getting
0: hit and he was getting hurt. Great performance. Yeah. Um, in terms of the rest of the prelims, um, we're gonna just skip down to a couple.
1: Yeah,
0: Eve's just... Landu. Yes, man. Eve, Eve,
1: Eve. Excuse me, Eve Landu. You're true. That's true. I, yes. Get rid of the yes. I mean, great performance against a guy who is a tough dude. We know Gavin is tough. He's gone in there before we watched him. He's, he'll throw down with anyone. He is too small for that division. Though.
0: Yeah, not just him, but Jetta, too. The, the yep. kid, He was undefeated 8-0, 8-0, and then he, lost, he had his first loss. Same thing with him. The two of them, I don't know if it's a French thing or whatever, but they they should be fighting a weight class lower. Their body frames, everything like that, they're just not – they're explosive. They're fast. They possess power. They're good wrestlers. They've got good takedown defense. i should just not good wrestlers. Yeah. They got good takedown. No, Giada's got
1: good takedowns. He's got
0: good takedowns. He's got right? good takedowns. So, you know what I mean. But they're, they have the ability, but they look like they're a little undersized for the fighters that they're fighting. No. You know, no.
1: But so, Landu with they the break dancing,
0: I would have, I would have broke, broke my neck trying to do shit like that. <laughs> He's awesome. He's insane. He's definitely a crowd favorite. Yeah. You know? And then Jetta, also, he was good. Um, He's just too small. That's really what it came down to. He got out-muscled everywhere. He got thrown around. He got pushed around. You know. But uh, he'll be back, and I'm looking forward to seeing. Hopefully, he goes to the 35 instead of fighting at 45. Well, th- now, I, I'm just going to be honest. The first two fights on the prelims, go to the Bellator YouTube channel. Check them out. They were just fun to good. watch. Look, I'm not saying that they're the most technical fights. But they were fun to watch. No, you but wanna...
1: the, the, especially in the first one when you're looking at, it's Kamara.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, here's a guy comes in, you're looking, he's got length and stuff, and he wants to be in the stand-up, and he's getting hit because of the range. He can't figure out the range, and mm-hmm. you can see a guy having problems. And then you'll watch a certain moment in that fight at that time when he figures it out, and things change for him. And you see the difference of what happens when a guy gets that range, understands the distance and then starts putting it on his opponent. I thought it was a you know, very impressive for a young fighter to be calm during times when things aren't that's going true. for him and then turn it around and really put on a show once he gets that yeah. distance down. So,
0: All right, well, hey, that's going to wrap up our Bellator talk. We're going to jump into a couple of fights on the PFL. Um, and let's talk right away to the main event. Yeah. Kayla Harrison. Kayla, Kayla Harrison Marina.
1: That's the problem. And look, you know, and I keep on saying for, uh, for the PFL, you know, look, I, I love Kayla. And I think Kayla is a fantastic fighter and stuff. But it's fights like this one with Marina, who we have watched multiple she's times. She's know
0: Bellator. We you know
1: how, you know, she fights. We know she's good. And when Kayla doesn't put her away, it's telling me Kayla's not ready for that next level because there is a next level out there. And she's got things that she needs to do to put a fighter like Marina Mocantina away. Those are the fighters you have to put away.
0: Mocantina.
1: Mocantina. You can't let those fights go on. And sometimes it is the fighters out there saying, I want want to get some rounds in, I want to get some time in, and stuff like that. Based upon the PFL and, you know, with... uh, I'm not saying that Kayla's worried about making it to the playoffs or anything like that. But you know, you want to get those points. Yeah. So you would think that she wants to kind of end it early. But she dominated the fight. She just didn't get what she
0: needs to get to prove that she's that person yeah. at that level. Yeah, but, John, we can have those one-off fights. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, And then, um, I'm with you. Kayla Harrison's absolutely She's amazing. She's fun. She's energetic. She's, good. she's really good. She's she, honest. You know, and the big thing with her, though, is that I look at this as this, this is just the experience and the bring time and the cage time that she needs. Yeah. You know, um, I'm not ready to write it off and say that she can't beat Chris or Amanda or, or Juliana Pena. I, I, I think the styles make matchups and she has an opportunity to beat any of them if she fights them. True. But also, when you're fighting people that sometimes don't motivate you, you're not really the same fighter. She is someone that seems to, it makes me believe that she is driven by the person in front of her. She's she's self-motivated. Yep. I understand that. But we all know, like, when you are competing at the highest level, you have certain days where you're just like, this person doesn't belong in here with me. I know that. You know, Marina Mocantina, she's, she's got judo. She's yeah. At that level. She doesn't have it. You know what I mean? That's it. my point. So, like, for her, she's like, what's well, she going to do? She going to take me down? Yeah. she going to foot sweep me? she's she going to hip toss me? She gonna, no, thank you. Nothing. You know, so I think she realized there was no threat anywhere, and but she just couldn't get her out of but
1: there. But that's my them. point. When you have someone that is not a threat, because if there's a place for Marina to be a threat, it's on the ground. It's not really in her stand-up. Even though her stand-up has gotten much better over time, when we first saw her stand-up was really, really bad, then it became more basic. Then actually it was starting to look better, so she has gotten better at it. But not in that position where you say she's someone that you need to be scared of in the standup, worried about. She, yeah. She's dangerous, and so it really then comes down to well, it's our ground games. And look, she she was able to dominate the fight, like I said, as far as you know, positions and taking it to the ground when she wanted. But I, you just in those fights you want to see Kayla Harrison
0: get the finish. Got it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Julia Bud versus Jenna Fabia. Jenna Fabia had some issues making weight. Yeah. How this, this isn't the first at 155. Time. I know, but she's tall. John, I think she's what, 5'11? Yeah. She's yeah, tall. She's tall. Yeah. She might even be six foot, but I think she's 5'11. She's tall. She's a good fighter. She's a good stand-up fighter. Yeah, she's a good stand-up fighter. She has a hard time, you know, with the uh, with the weight cuts though. She's she's missed it a couple times. So she, I don't know, a nutritionist, she's got to figure it out, but she she's always up there. I think mean, she was in the finals last year, I believe, right? Against, no, or no, the year before. She, no, she didn't make it to the finals. She was in one of the finals. I think right? she was uh, in the playoffs. In the playoffs, okay. Yeah, Anyways. she lost to Caitlin in the playoffs. Got it. Uh, but she, I, I love watching. I like watching her fight, but she. I can't believe that I'm saying playoffs in MMA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, uh, but she, she beat Julia Budd. The, the thing with Julia Budd is just believing in herself. I said this a long time ago on the Joe Rogan Show. I said, look, if you're gonna take who the better stand-up fighter is, Chris Cyborg or Julia Budd. Julie Bud's the better stand up fighter. Technique wise? Technique wise. Technique wise. Okay. Doesn't mean that she can knock her out. Doesn't mean she could. But I mean, you know, like, it doesn't mean that, like, in a stand up fight, the cyborg's not just gonna walk right through her. She, cyborg is someone that just doesn't have any respect, I think, for most people's stand up. When she walks through their shots or tries to walk through their shots. Like, you know, I mean, like, she, when you're having these conversations about confidence, that's the one thing with Julia Budd that we've always talked about. She almost feels like she has to talk herself into winning when she's
1: good. Physically, super strong. Physically has all the tools. Just confidence is not Mm -hmm. there. And in my opinion, I've said this to her, Mm -hmm. Julia, you're fighting not to lose instead of fighting to win. Yeah. You can't be in that position. That's true. And that's what you see is she's so worried about losing the fight that she doesn't do the things that she's capable of in the fight mm-hmm. to get that win. Yeah. And it's the difference maker and it's got to change because it's, you know, it, all the women fighters are just getting better. And so it's not like you're going to run into that person that oh you know, just because you know I'm so physically dominant, you're just not going to get matched up with that person yeah. now in the PFL with what they're trying to do with their 155s. And Julia's definitely big enough as far as to, for that 155. She's got the physical strength for it. She has got to get her confidence back because it it is gone. It is not there.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Uh, What other fights were on there? I know Rory was on there. I didn't get a chance to see it. I heard he won by submission. He looked great. He looked great. He looked great. Good. Came out, just did exactly what he was supposed to
1: do. Brett Cooper is a good, you know, good veteran, tough dude. I love Brett. He's just
0: not the guy that can stop what
1: Rory does.
0: Roy's good everywhere. That's yeah. not a lot of people can. Like if Roy if Roy I felt like in his right. younger career would have been a little bit smarter about how he fought certain he'd be he would have been the champ. Yeah,
1: the the you one know? the one that you would have been surprised with was Ray Cooper lost. That
0: just drives me crazy, man. The guy's so damn good. So oh. damn good. So good. It, it has
1: not been the month for the Cooper family no. because his brother lost in, in Bellator, Bellator in, in Hawaii.
0: Hawaii. Yep. Hey, sometimes it's working, sometimes it's clicking, sometimes it's not. As it's long true. as, as long as Ray Cooper gets into the the playoffs, which he needs to, like, it's tough know. now. Now he's got to
1: get that finish. Really, he's got yeah. you know, instead of he's. It's got to be like a, at least a second round finish too. He's got to come out. He's got to put his hands on someone. Because we've seen that. Tougher. We've
0: seen this before, though. Guys that have won it the year before sometimes come back the next year and they're flat. Yeah, you know they're flat. Well, true. All right. UFC. Yes, yeah, go UFC. So that wraps up All our right. PFL talk. Let's go right into the UFC and we'll talk. Let's go. All
1: right, we want to talk about you and providing for your family, which we know is one of the most important things that you can do because Josh and I do it for ours. And it's very important that you put the highest quality food on the table for your family. And that is what Butcher Box brings. Butcher Box is an incredible system where you can get meat delivered to your home, be it beef. Chicken, p- fish, salmon, all of them. It's an incredible high quality. They get all of their meat. They source their meat from partners with the highest standards for quality. No more searching the grocery store and having to try to go through everything. Everything. Talking about the beef, 100% grass-fed. Look, I go and I have free-range chickens. My chickens are running all over the place. Butcher Box has free-range chickens. Wild-caught seafood. Seafood like salmon. It's not that it's all in these pools that everything is all together. It's the way it's supposed to be. It's great. It's fresh. It is the best, and you need to sign up
0: now. Free range chickens. You guys hear that? You guys go to John's IG channel. He will show you videos of him chasing after chickens like Rocky. (laughs) That's what we love. Look, I love their cuts. Their ribeye cuts are amazing. I also love the convenience of it all because I come home, it's already frozen. It's in actual ice box when I get it at my house I transfer it to the freezer and right now with the cost of meat it's so expensive so I love the cost as well we use our promo code Wayne in you get a discount and I love it because it comes directly to my house I don't have to go to the store anymore I don't have to wait in the Costco lines I live here in California it's ridiculous right now at Costco the gas station lines the food lines everything is ridiculous right now I love the convenience of butcher box and it's just nice for it to come to the house and then also I didn't used to eat pork chops before, John. Their pork chops are absolutely amazing. Nice little mandarin glaze that I like to make over the top. So mix that with the cost and the convenience of having it at the house directly delivered. Absolutely amazing.
1: I just had a family dinner. Eight people I cook steaks for. I love doing a reverse sear. If you guys want to know how to do a reverse sear, I will explain it, teach you how to do it. It will be the best steak you ever had, but you... The one thing, it doesn't matter what you cook. If it's bad meat, it's bad. Butcher Box brings you the very best, the highest quality. I will teach you how to do a reverse sear, and you will have the best steak that you have ever had.
0: This is your chance to never have to shop for ground beef again. That's right. Butcher Box is giving new members free ground beef for life. See, right now, the cost of meat, like I said, one of my favorite things about Butcher Box is at the cost. So and if you're going to give me something free, John knows I love free things. So, two two, ground beef, two pounds of ground beef for life. Two pounds. Sign up with ButcherBox.com slash WayneIn. Use our promo code WayneIn and get two pounds of ground beef free in every order for the life of your membership. That's pretty damn good, John. That's pretty incredible. Damn good. Incredible.
1: As long as you stay a member and you keep ordering every time you order something, it's two pounds of ground beef. You cannot beat that.
0: Also, that's two pounds of free ground beef for life and $10 off your first box. Log in to butcherbox.com slash weighing in. Use that promo code weighing in to claim this deal. Guys, I want you guys to understand. I, I because the ESPN app wasn't working here in Paris, so I wasn't able to watch any of the prelims. So we're going to really just talk. The I main did card. watch a
1: couple of the prelims that I was able to get illegally. Okay. Okay. But I'm not. Well, we won't go into them, but I will say. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's okay. Uh, okay, never
0: mind.
2: Uh, by, by illegally, he means that uh, I put, put them on my iPad, and he watched them. He watched them on my iPad on Facetime. That's what he means by illegal. Much. Yeah. yeah thank man,
0: man, thanks for saving John. That's exactly. Digging <laughs> about out the that he well, I himself. See.
1: I couldn't. I pay for ESPN. Yeah. Okay. I pay for ESPN Plus. I do that so I can watch the UFC, and then I come to a different country, and I can't. I can't watch. It.
0: Have you ever been? Have you ever been to China? Yes. Why well, I, I was there for, for several months. Yeah. There was no social media. Oh yeah. There was no. no like you you couldn't get on social media. You couldn't certain web pages you couldn't look at. Yeah. You couldn't get to. It was it was really strange to me to be like man. Censorship. lost out. Oh, it yeah. exists. Holy shit, yeah. this is true. And anyways, all right. Well, let's get into the UFC. So let's talk. We'll talk the main event first. Let's go, Charles Oliveira. Justin Gaethje. Man, I'll tell you what, going into this... What did you event, say, $100? What you, what
1: you say? No, no, I've already oh. paid that, so it's gone. Oh, okay, I got it. You. you can stop now. <laughs> no. I was I a was man of my word. I went, and you said, I win. first round, I said, no, it'll it'll at least go into the second, and I was wrong. But, and I'm, I'm going to be, as you look at it, everything was going against Charles. Everything was going against Charles. Was it really? Yes. Come on, they take your title... All those things, all those things that you could look at that could suck somebody down, it didn't suck him down. It could, have. it could have. It could have gotten him into a place where, you know, he's feeling like he's being cheated on and stuff like that. And you just look and you go, man, give it up for that dude because he went out there, he believes in himself, says, you know what? I don't give a shit. Have the belt. Guess what? I'm going to beat your guy now. And then I'm going to put myself in a position to where I'm still the man. It doesn't matter if I have the belt around my waist or not. The real question for me is, how did it affect his pay? didn't.
0: Dana came out and said he gets his pay-per-view points. Good. So, Good
1: for Dana in that.
0: I mean, they had, the commission took the percentage. Well, he, he got, the 20%, got to pay the yeah. 20%. For, the commission. A, for a half a pound. And,
1: and let's be honest. You're the commission. Guys, you've got to follow your own
0: regulations.
1: If you guys write what these regulations... Those? What are those
0: regulations? Because I don't know, so I know everyone listening doesn't know them either.
1: Every, every state, and the people go. this is where people get into, the, oh, the unified rules. Look, at there are states that follow the unified rules exactly. And then there are states that have their own things that they'll add in in places that we do it this way and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. California used to have a rule where you could weigh in once for a world title fight.
0: Yes. If you didn't make weight...
1: Yep. You didn't fight. That was what they would say. And it was ridiculous. It's a stupid rule. Yep. It's a stupid, you know, thing that's written into their legislation, but that's what they had. Well, Arizona has it to where if you miss weight, you get a specific amount of time to lose that weight. As long as you are within so many pounds of what you're supposed to actually weigh in at. Mm-hmm. They didn't give them that full time.
0: Interesting. If you
1: don't, if you don't give them that full time... You're not following your regulations. He has something to say. Look, it says right here, you should have given me another, I should have had another hour to lose that half pound. You didn't give that to me. You can't have that. You can't have it.
0: Okay, I agree with everything you're saying, except Charles is the champion. He needs to come in at weight. That's your job. I agree. That's it. Yeah. I have nothing else to say because I, look, I've never missed weight, but I I do sympathize for people that have missed weight uh, a little bit. This is a guy who used to make 145. I know. That's the other thing. <laughs> that's the other thing. But he killed himself to make 145. Yeah. He's a he's he's a fucking problem oh, for these guys. Boy, you talk about a guy that
1: believes in himself now? A guy who's saying that you're going to have to kill me. It is Charles Oliveira, yeah. man. And he got hit with some big shots and he the, The angles on his left hand Mm -hmm. at times, the way he – because, look, they practiced. They watched Justin Gaethje. They said he likes to dip his head and duck his head down this way, and we're going to attack him with these. And he did, and it was successful. And that's where you read your opponent, go back and look at where he does things that can be a mistake Mm -hmm. for him against you. That's what his coaching staff – and that's what he did – and it paid off because he landed some heavy shots against I Justin.
0: I said it last week, and it, it wasn't fully like paid paid through on it. But it the clinch, the yeah. clinch was the knees. I agree. Now, just uh, Gaethje proved me wrong a little bit. I didn't think he was going to come out and kick right away. He came out kicking right away. I
1: was right about that part. That's yeah. the only thing I was right about.
0: But remember what I said is that Charles lifts his leg. So it's not like he's yeah. like not really taking the full grunt of the kick. And in the clinch, the knees and the elbows and the uppercuts were going to be key. Because Charles in the clinch is the better fighter. Yeah, Because and Justin hangs his head. Justin
1: dips his he head down. He hangs his head. Yeah,
0: yeah, he I'm hangs cool. his head. He does all these little tiny things that opens up his sternum, opens up his, his stomach to be knee, And it hangs his head to be uppercut. Elbows if he postures up. Also, I was expecting Charles to do more of the body lock type takedowns, you know. But I mean, Justin got away from the way he fought Michael Chandler. He fought composed. I mean, there was one time he threw a punch and he slipped, or basically, he threw threw the the punch so so hard hard. he spun himself onto the ground. Exactly. And so that's my point. My point is that if he he didn't fight him the way that he fought Chandler, he fought composed, relaxed. Just touch, 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 big shot, touch, touch. And he was having success landing on Charles had he continued to fight that way. But then occasionally he'd go, oh, he'd swing so hard, he'd miss and leave himself out of position. That's yep. what he couldn't afford to do. Yep. You know, so.
1: Beautiful job by Charles Oliveira, though, when he did hurt Justin and then goes down. You, you look at Justin was able to stop the rear naked choke as far as the locking in. He was able to pull it, and you saw right away, Charles take, took and slipped it underneath the other hand, stuffed it in. Well, I you sorry about worried. that. Let me yeah, do that one more time. Just
2: blew my ears out.
1: I'm sorry, brother. <laughs> but, I mean, that's what a guy of his level does. And that's yeah. why you can't make those mistakes and, and allow someone like him to be on your back because he's going to get it, man. He's slick. Right now, I you know I got my man sitting here with Islam Makachev. There's no doubt. I know you believe that he's going to beat Charles. He's going to sub him. He's gonna submit him. Wow! He's gonna submit him. Yep, Hey happen. We're gonna. I'm gonna
0: get my hundred dollars back. Jim Miller submitted Charles Oliver. <laughs> Islam's gonna submit him. I'm just being honest. I think Jim I, Miller submitted a different
1: Charles Oliver.
0: No, no, it's his name's still Charles Oliver. Yeah,
1: but he's a different fighter.
0: A different fighter. Don't tell still, me, he's still not still the same fighter, grappler. Yet.
1: Nope. Better.
0: Way better. Maybe a little bit better. He's better. But so is Islam. Honestly. I mean, I, I really, I, I think, I think it's gonna be a good fight. Obviously, I'm gonna go with my boy because this is Homer City. Because you're a Homer, I'm a Homer, homer Centraler. I'm over for my boys, man. So, look, Islam. He's got the better wrestling. He will take it to the ground. He's got to be cautious of the guillotine because you know the way he hits his takedowns. He will be able to go foot sweep right to takedown. He's got to be cautious of the attack on the legs right away. Islam does. Mm-hmm. Like if he throws him, and does he go right into a leg lock position, uh, Charles? Does he do that? But I think overall, I have seen, and I like I always say this, I have seen Islam give the best jiu-jitsu guys in the world. Jiu-jitsu guys, only jiu-jitsu guys. Just not doing jiu Just doing jiu-jitsu, smash them. Give them a hard time, take their backs, finish them. And I'm gonna leave the names out, but these are the best guys. As of right now, still to this day, they are the best guys competing on the circuits in no gi and in gi. He has given, and they're all bigger than him, all of them, competing 185, 190, some of them at heavyweight. Okay. Oh, now you're starting starting to go a little too far. No, I'm not. You're going too far. John, I'm not lying, buddy. I don't (laughs) need to lie about this stuff. I don't need to lie about these guys, Islam and Khabib. Like, these, I've seen them go with the best guys in the world in just grappling, no striking, no punching, and they give them goes. I think that this fight will hit the ground, and when it does, Islam has a good chance of, of finishing him, subbing him. Strength wise, it's that's what I think is going to come. Up with. Kimura, it's going to come down to Kimura. It's going to come down to me. I won't, I won't say Army guillotine, but it's going to come down to some sort of like a Kimura, where he can muscle the position out of there and finish it. Okay. You know, Charles would be a problem. So you're thinking more Kimura. Arm triangle type thing. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I can go with that. Yeah. Right. I think if he gets to his back, I, I, he's going to have a hard time finishing him. Charles yeah. too relaxed. Charles, he's just too, too savvy defending. of that. Yeah. But, I, I, but I'm but i not going to count Charles out either. I mean, Charles got a good chance on the feet. He's got a good chance. Yes, he does. He's got a good chance on the feet, and it's going to be a problem. He's going to be a problem. But if you're, I'm going to say Charles versus Darius, Charles beats Darius. Yes. I think he... It's going to be, it'll be a tough fight, but I think he beats him. Yeah, um, I would agree. Charles versus... Uh, we've already seen Charles Chandler. Okay. I think I'd like to see Darius versus Chandler. Oh, that's in Islam And Islam, Islam versus, versus... Charles. Yep.
1: Chandler versus Darius. Where does Gaethje What's go for here? Yeah. Back to the drawing board. Let's be honest. Do we watch him and Dustin do it again? I would love to. I would
0: love to. I would love to, would love to see that fight. That would be a great fight. Let's again. do it. Let's run it back, man. Yeah. Let's All run right. it back. That's a great one.
1: All right, let's talk about this... <laughs> Well, I guess it was the What's, second, but the first championship
0: fight, it was horrible. All right. Well, John, look. John. <laughs> it was horrible. John, we so. had this. I had this conversation with you yesterday. Yeah, and I yeah, said, yeah. what are the things that we need to work on for our podcast? I know. Be more positive. Be positive, John. Okay. Be I'm positive. being positive. I want be...
1: That championship fight was horrible. Was it? <laughs> and it was, And when I say Wobble, well, well, this is why. Okay. And it's, uh, look. The Weighing In Podcast is brought to you by Fume. Now, Fume is an outstanding product that can help you, if you're a smoker or a vapor to get off of that nasty habit. Josh and I have been in Paris here, and trust me, there are way too many people smoking here, way too many people that need fume. They need the product that can help them get off of that nasty smoking and vaping that is going on. It is a simple product. It is just a wood prominent that you're going to put an oil-infused core into, With that, you breathe it in, it gives you that same hand to mouth action that the cigarette or the vape pen will do, but there's no harmful effects. You can do it around your friends. You can do it in a car, in a plane, in a train. You and I are gonna be on a train and we can use our fumes during that time because it doesn't affect anybody and it's healthy for you. Please, if you are that person that is out there and you are smoking, realize you are just taking and putting a nail in the coffin every day You need to go to Breathe Fume, and fume is F-U-M, breathefume.com. Go to the wing in code. Use that. You will get 10% off on the product. You can get all kinds of different flavors. You like bubbly lime. I do like bubbly lime. I also like peppermint. Peppermint is outstanding. I love Invigorate. Conquer is really good. All these different flavors for you to try. You'll figure out the one that actually makes you feel the best, opens you up the best. It's an unbelievable product. We believe in it. We think you will love it. Try. Breathe Few. One of the things that uh, it happened multiple times last night as I was watching, cornermen need to stop telling their fighters they're winning the rounds when you don't know if it's a close round. You got to say, hey, no idea whose round that is. Okay, Or, hey, we're going to have to say that we lost that because we don't know the way the judges are going to go. Yeah. You can't sit there and, and fall in love with what your fighter is doing, based upon. Damn, they look good. Look at that. Rose Namajunas looked fantastic in movement. Her footwork was beautiful. She was in control of the you know cage as far as you know. She was comfortable, and Carla doesn't have that smooth, fluid style that Rose does, and so she looks better. But you've got to be offensive. Mm-hmm. And this is, I'm, I'm being honest, you know, I, I texted it after the first round, I go, 10-10 round. You don't, you can't give a round to somebody based upon one shot landing. They both landed one shot. Mm-hmm. Who's to say what's better? Neither person deserved to win that round. Neither person did enough. I always say, if you're going to get a 10-10 round, it's when you get nothing. You get nothing from either fighter, and we got nothing from either fighter. So the first round is a 10-10. It didn't get much better as far as the activity there, but again, Carla's at least pressing. She's not being real successful, but she's pressing in the fight trying to get the takedowns. I don't understand. It is clear to me, and I'm sorry if you know, you know people can sit there and yell at me all they want. It's clear to me Rose is the better fighter. She's the better fighter. And if you're the better fighter in this situation, because she showed that she could stop Carlos' take takedowns, okay? She, and get her own. And get her own. And she's clearly better in the stand. She's the better fighter. But her cornermen were not. And it's Pat Barry and Trevor, who I love. They were falling in love with, okay, now, you know, show everyone, you know, this, do you you know, take your time here, you know, just be careful. And finally it was, all right, show them, you know, you're the best martial arts out there and stuff. And she's, look at her, her movement is fantastic. She looks beautiful as far as the way she's fighting. But you've got to put shots on her. And it wasn't until the fifth round that she was starting to put some shots on her and she won that round, but she had let rounds get by. And it was like, when when the fight, I look at that fight and I say, look, 50% of the people are going to say that, Rose Navajunas won that fight. 50% are going to say that Carlos Barza won that fight, which is telling you neither one of you can complain about that fight because you're the ones that put it in the position where everyone disagrees on who won it. It was that close, and it was that close based upon you not doing enough to show the judges I deserve this round.
0: Yeah, very true. When you go back to your corner, your coaches have to tell you, look, you're you're able to get the takedown, you're touching her, let's have more output. Okay, the rounds are too close, let's start to run away with this a little bit. Let's start upping the pace, let's start getting after it. I like that she fought a little cautious in the first round. That's okay. okay with it. Yeah. Get the timing, get the feel, whatever it is. But you could tell that she was so prepared for the takedowns and so quick to hit her hip and bounce back up, so quick to roll her through. So many, she did so many good things. You as a coach got to be going, hey, now it's time we start putting her on her back, which she did. Then we now it's time we start opening up with the stand-up, using the kicks up the middle, things like that Well, that will help stop the takedowns. Yep. It just wasn't it just wasn't there. We weren't getting that from the from the from the corners, from Pat Berry and from Whitman. And it, that's what's crazy is because they are really good coaches. Uh, no doubt about it. And no doubt about it. I, I think Trevor they,
1: Whitman's one of the best coaches there is out there. And Pat is great, especially as the motivational guy mm-hmm. for her. She believes in him. Yeah. And he pumps her up and he gets her to that next platform and level. Yeah. They're great with her. It's just that they needed to see. You can't sit there and say, We're winning these rounds. And you got to tell her, Hey, yeah. output. I need more. I need you to stick that jab. In and out with the jab, and just you know, that would have been a big difference maker. There just yeah. wasn't enough.
0: No, I agree. Um, I'm not going to sit up here and uh, and throw a lot of shade at him. Like, I've had nights like that where not 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 that not that least amount of output, but I've had nights where it just you come in and it's like, God, do more. You're telling yourself do more, but you don't do anything. Yeah, it, it happens, John. But this did is-
1: you? But let me let me ask you this: when you watch. Rose in that fight, it's not like she's having a bad night. No. She's moving just beautifully. I mean, I can't ask a fighter to look better than her movement and what she's doing as far as controlling where she's at, what's going on. Mm -hmm. The only difference is in getting into that engagement and landing those shots and then exiting out, that would be the only thing I could say because she looked
0: great. Yeah, she... The problem is, man, Dana White was probably fucking oh, pulling his hair out. Yeah, all of it. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end of it's going, there's no way I'm fucking running this fight back. He's got to. There's no way. He's got to. He
2: already said I no. That well. What's that? He In the post-fight presser, he said probably not. He said He's like, let's see what happens with Joanna and Wei Li And then, Yeah, and then with go for
1: Wei, yeah, yeah. Lee and stuff. He, he does have options. There's no doubt about that. But you got to be honest when you look and say, I guess you can say that Wei Li is a good champion for him to have in some ways based upon China. Yeah, there's money. But it's not good for him to have her as a champion based upon other places.
0: Yeah, uh, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to even get into that. I'm going to simply <laughs> just say Wei Li versus Carlos parza Wei Li's going to run her over. Oh, he's going to run her over. He'll. He's going to stop the takedowns. He's going to... Keep it on the feet. Yep, and hurt her. Put some big power on her and potentially hurt her. Yep. Yoana um, is not as much. I don't think of a threat to Carla. Yoana took the belt from I, Carla I know. and demolished I know. her. I understand that. Carla also was just straight wrestling. The, the, her stand up wasn't. Is a little bit more refined now. You got to give her a little bit of credit.
1: I, I give her a ton of credit. Her stand up has gotten way better, Negative but Nancy. not good enough <laughs> to stop what because believe Ioana's yeah. got the belief that Carla can't
0: take her Ioana down. is also not the same fighter that she was. She was that's not true. as, you know, so if she's true. going, I'm going to say drastically that, back. Yeah, that. She's dropped a little bit, and is kind of making a little bit of a rise. They may be at close in there, but Styles make matchups. Okay. I still am going to give it to Joanna. I agree. Okay. I'm still going to give it to Ioana, but I think that's a good matchup as well. There's a, there is other options. Jessica Andrade's coming back down. Yep, That's a good, you know, you put her against uh, Carla. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's fights in there that can be made. There's a lot Rose, of fights in there. Rose will make her way back, I believe. She'll make her way back to being champ. Well, you look at... Carla made her way back yeah. was what, uh, they said yeah, 2,600 and some days. Yeah, but they like Rose more, so they'll push oh, her no faster. Oh, no doubt about it. Yeah, no they, about they're not big fans of Carla. No. They're not Carla,
1: Carla doesn't have the style day. they like, but you got to give it to her, man. Look at She sticks with what she does. Yeah. She went out there. She got the win. The judges gave her the score, and so... Yeah. I really look at and congratulations on getting married and stuff. I hope your next fight is a more exciting fight. Just for me, yeah, because you fell asleep during the fight.
0: (laughs) I kept waking up between rounds. I was like, it was it was it was five in the morning, guys. Calm down. Five in the morning. morning, Look. if you're an MMA fan, you live in France. I got a lot of respect. For a lot you of right respect now. for you. You, I got you are a lot hardcore of respect for you right now. This is you're hardcore. You are a hardcore yeah. fan. Okay. Um, all right. What was the other fight on there? Michael Chandler, to- Tony to- Ferguson. Oh, I'm say, come can,
2: on. Can you reenact your reaction when the kick came up the middle and you watched Tony drop? Can you reenact how you reacted?
0: I, I was, I was actually, I was actually sleeping. I had to watch the replay. No. <laughs> 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 no. Um, you know, it's, it's. Uh, John, I mean, shit happens. This is the fight game. Tony was looking good. He looked good in the first round. He was doing some stuff. I mean, he lost the first round, but it was still a close round. It was a good round. Yeah. You know? This show of Wayne is brought to you by mybookie.ag. Big John. I made money already off of you. You did for this for this Oliveira yeah. and Justin. I'm not Gagey happy about that. But notice that I paid right away. Yes, you did. Okay. Actually, to be honest, and that's
1: what my bookie will do for you.
0: And I forgot, <laughs> so that's yeah. why you have my bookie, mybookie.ag. Use our promo code Wayne and use that QR code right over there. when you put your first initial deposit, they'll give you a little extra spending cash. But on top of that, though, they will let you know next time you log in that you've won money. So you when you don't forget like me, okay, that someone owes you money, like Big John paid, he paid me the hundred bucks. And I said, What are you paying me for? You said we had a bet for First round finish. First round. It seems like I seem to be on track a lot these days. Wow. Islam Makachev, first hold on, hold on, let me Hold let me do this for you. Yes, thank you very okay, much. Okay, there you thank go. Thank you very much. But hey, when you guys go to mybookie.ag, use that promo code Wayne and that QR code right there for your first initial deposit. You get a little extra spending cash. And We want to thank you guys for continuing to support us. MyBookie has stuck by us through this, and we'd like you guys to stick by us by also joining mybookie.ag using that promo code Wayne. Chandler being Chandler, Chandler's got power. Chandler pulling pulling something out of his ass like that. I mean, that do look. Like, Someone even said, "Who said it?" I didn't even know if Chandler could do that kick because his torso <laughs> is so small. They're like his body is not. He like, didn't realize he could. That kick was even an option for him. Um, even yeah, well even Chandler said he goes, yeah, that's not something we really practice yeah. for. But well, like I, I got to be honest, look, I. <laughs> No matter how you feel, how you I feel be honest? about him, uh, no so you to be feel, honest about this. No, matter, no matter how I feel about him, <laughs> he's always been a talented fighter. He's a, he's a good fighter. He's a really good fighter. Okay, he's got he's got power. He's got good wrestling. Okay, his submissions are really damn good as well as arm guillotine. All those things. He's got good chokes, good guillotines. He's good. He gets he's got good vicious nasty ground and pound. He is a really good fighter. And I thought honestly. The Chandler that fights smart, which is so rare. And that's why when I talk about how good he is, you can be really good and just be the dumbest fucking fighter in the world because you don't use your fight IQ and you use your brain to fight smart. He sometimes falls into that category. And I, I I, could put him maybe like into a Roy McDonald with Robbie Lawler type thing. Like, what are you doing? Use other tools. Do this. Like, It's not about who's got the bigger balls. It's about winning the fights and getting back to the title shot. He got a good win over Tony do I think that warrants another title shot no no I think that I think that here he's he's I like that conversation we had a, a second ago about him fighting um Darius? yeah Darius yeah that's, that's a great right. fight we haven't seen that fight yet yep. he's already fought that's uh, a great Charles opponent for him. he's also fought um Justin Gaethje. you know like let's let's uh you know let's let's see what happens yep I, I think the Darius fight's a good fight, is long to the title shot. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a homer. No, he deserves, he
1: deserves the title shot. He deserves a title shot. That's one of the things, you know, Chandler, I thought, did a great job on the mic. Marketing he, himself, you know, absolutely. Yeah, you know, Just great job with the way he was, uh, what he was saying. He, it, uh, he, was it, you know, pre-planned? WWE? Yeah. Was it, yeah. All, of course it all is. Planned. But he's doing the right thing in calling out a multitude of people. Mm-hmm. The one that he did not call out was a guy named Islam Makachev. But he called out a multitude of people, even all the way to Conor McGregor, saying, I'll take you on at 170. That's all great stuff. But there's no way that he deserves a shot against Charles. And he also brought up Justin, you know, redoing that fight, which was a great fight. Mm-hmm. He doesn't deserve that title shot compared to Makachev. No. You can't give it to him. But you could give it. You look, They could decide, you know what? We want someone that's going to stand in front of Connor. We, we think that's a good matchup, and he could get that fight at 170.
0: It's Connor already came on Twitter and said he's not cutting the
1: weight. <laughs> so Connor's going to go to 185? 70. No, he doesn't want to fight at fifty. That's what I said. So Mike said, to go up
0: 170. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got you. Okay, I got yeah, you. Yeah. I got you. I got you. But he also said something about Chandler as well, like – that it wasn't a fight that really he he said he
2: he said he could see him fighting him down the line is what he said he's like he's like this fight with he's like this fight will definitely happen but it's down the line is what he said got
0: it yeah well we'll see got it i mean i i think i think if charles does come back or not charles but connor if he does come back the, the the title's vacant i could see them
1: Connor
0: One fifty five. I know, but I could see them. He, I could like, see him you, doing.
1: You, that. you just said something. Yeah, Connor I know. said I'm not going to 155. Because Connor always tells
0: the truth, like Dana White. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I, hate, I hate when you say things that are actually. Uh, I know. True. I know. It's. But hey, I, look. I, I just I don't want I don't want to see Charles and Connor. I don't want to see that fight. I want to see. No. I would. I wouldn't mind. Well, it's, it's not.
1: It's not. It's not right. I understand why they would do it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. It's it's about it's money and stuff. I get it. But again, if he's not gonna go to one fifty five, it really doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. But like it was a great win for uh, Chandler. I thought Tony was actually fighting really well. Mm-hmm. I thought he looked good. His jab was there. He was countering Chandler when he came in and landing good shots. The the jab that put him down, look it put him down, he was off balance also. It wasn't that he was really that hurt from it but the one thing that i thought tony did a beautiful job of you, you can tell they looked and watched chandler because chandler uses certain things to gain distance and time to recover to recover yeah. and he would try to do that with tony he tried to do, he does this bounce and he'll bounce up and down and he kind of you know do this kind of thing with his footwork and then he'll re-engage and Tony kept marching him down when he would do it and get into his grill and make him have to come back quicker than he wanted, which was good for Tony. Now Tony got taken down, and the, that was a change in the round, and he did get hit Was he landed, he landed some good shots from underneath, but the heavier shots are definitely landed by Chandler. Yeah. If you look at it, you know, Chandler squeaks the round by, but Tony was fighting well. Tony, yeah. Tony was really fighting well. And and this is the the whole thing, Josh is you know, you look and you go. Okay, he's 0-4 in his last four. And, you know, you you and I had even talked about, you know, I think it's the end of, you know, with Tony and And I'm not saying it's the end. And when I say the end, I'm saying maybe the UFC is going to say we don't want to pay you what we're paying you if Mm -hmm. you're not winning fights. But you got to look and say, man, he's only fighting fucking killers. That's true. He's Every loss, those four losses, every one of those guys was in the top
0: five. Yeah.
1: So you can't take anything from him. Mm
0: I mean, I, I, go, I continue to go back to the fact, that, the simple fact of the matter is, is that he's fought all the top guys. Um, he's at that age. Yeah. And uh, it, the lightweights, 37, 38, is that it's hard. It's hard to the fight the to speed, change. the power, the, that small tendon strength of these younger guys. It just You feel it when you get in there. And you've got you've to have a, have a come-to-Jesus talk with yourself. <laughs> it's a hard conversation to have with yourself in the mirror, you know? And I had it several times with myself, you know, sometimes after training, you know, in the locker room, just thinking to myself, sitting down and you gotta, I, I, the reason why I say this is when I fought Tony, I was almost 38. I think I was gonna be 38 in two months. So I was almost 38 when I fought Tony. And that is the the type of fight that I saw him fight against Justin Gaethje, where he just took shots and, and just being slower. Like you just, your, your, your body doesn't take it as well. You get hit when you, well, you have to remember is when you start to get old, right? You take the shot and all of a sudden it's like, things are kind of like daisy. Like they, it's daisy, like they're, it's you hazy? hazy, daisy, <laughs> Jossism, <laughs> same shit. Okay. But
1: we got are, a new
0: one, podcast, name. Let's put daisies. Things, uh, daisies, things are yeah. moving a little bit. It seems like things are moving a little bit too fast and you're having a hard time keeping up. Yeah. Like, Oh, shit, he's over there. Oh, shit, I'm getting hit. Oh, shit, he's over here. I- I'm getting the feeling that that's kind of where he's at right now because I already went through it. You know, and I like Tony a lot. I mean, I don't have anything negative to say about him, man. The kid, uh, I love the I kid love he's a fucking fighter. You know, um. but there comes a time where you have to start looking out for yourself. Now, does he want to just keep doing it because he loves it and wants to get paid a lot of money? Have at it. But I also look at guys... You know, like for myself, I always fought some of the best guys, and I didn't want to go backwards and start fighting the up-and-comers. I didn't want to be a gatekeeper. So I was like, all right, I'm done. You know, I'm cool yeah. just walking away. Um, I don't know what Tony's thinking, but I think, I think he's still got a lot left in the tank, but not against the top-level guys. Not right now. He's got to get a couple wins, I think, and I think he can do that. I wouldn't mind watching him fight uh, Joe Lazon, Jim Miller. I wouldn't mind watching those fights. No. Is Jim Miller at 45 now? No. Jim Miller, 155. So I wouldn't mind watching, like, let's go, let's, let's have a little bit of the, you know, him, maybe him and uh Soroni. Soroni. You know, let's run that, let's run that one. You know what I mean? Like, there's guys in there that I think could, you know, get him a win or get it. Not, I'm not saying he could beat those guys either. You never know on fight day. But there's guys, I want to get him out of the top 10. Get him someone in the top 15, or get him someone Good. just outside of the top 15, somewhere in there. Get him some guys that, you know, he can, he can take a breather. And in refocus but off,
1: off of that loss yeah off of that knockout, Tony, you need to take some time away. yeah, that's true give yourself a, give yourself a chance to heal up man. don't get back into training right now. Mm-hmm. don't get into sparring don't get in doing anything that you know taxes your brain. you got hurt yeah. I, I know you're not feeling hurt, but you did and take the time, brother.
0: Yeah, it's, I mean, we said the same thing. Look, we said the same thing to Alex Polizzi. Oh, yeah. I told him, too, because after his fight with your well, wife, we said, look, dude. Told his coaches. Take your time. Do not don't, let him come don't back. Don't go training. Don't go sparring. Don't go running. Don't go don't reading. Don't read books. Don't read books. Don't try and do hard math problems, okay? That's like, two plus two. Don't do that, <laughs> okay? Like, stay <laughs> away from things like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so next fight. We had
2: OSP and Shogun Hua. Yeah.
0: Okay. I know I, I was. My, I wasn't saying it was a boring fight because I actually didn't watch it. I was asleep. <laughs> I fell asleep during that fight. This is the, I felt right before. This it. is one of those
1: fights where, again, I go back to the coaches and I go, why are you telling your fighter he won that round? You don't know. Got it. Okay, it's a close round. I'm not saying that, you know, <laughs> when, when you're sitting in the coach's seat with your guy in there, you always have to figure that. Everything that your fighter is doing, you're giving a little bit more credence to it. It's mm-hmm. a little bit better than it actually is. And everything the opponent does is not quite as good as maybe yeah. it really is. And you can't judge a fight that way. And they're telling their fighters, you know, Shogun's, you know, corner right, you know, comes back at the first, okay, that's our round. And I'm like, wow. You got, you're really confident there because it was basically you know, mm-hmm. 50-50, and I don't know why you're saying that. And, and it, go, it shows on the judge's scorecard. One judge gave every round to OSP. Mm-hmm. And so you look and you go, why are you doing that? I thought that OSP, he, he looked good in the fact that, you know, he was able to at least get some of his counters in. He was able to control, you know, who uh, after the first round as far as pushing him back and stuff. We're not seeing the same Shogun Hua that we used to see. and It's not no. even close. And we're not seeing the same OSP no. as we used to see. No. We knew that. So I don't have a problem with this kind of fight as far as, you know, both of them are, they're at the ends of their careers and stuff. They're, you know, in that stage where it, they're both older. And it's okay when you have two older fighters that are slowed down fighting each other. This is the kind of fight I want to see if I'm going to see these guys fight. And it was it was a close fight. You know, Hua could have come away with a victory. I think he thought he won, and part of that is based upon his coaches telling him he's winning rounds. They got to stop doing that, man. You got to tell your fighter, hey, man, we need more. I need more output out of yeah. you. That's I, we're going to say that we lost that round. We don't know what these judges are thinking, because when it's a close round, it can go either way. You know, I don't. I didn't expect a ton out of the fight. I thought I actually thought that Shogun looked better than i expected him to look as far as his offense and he's always good at you know trying to come forward and land stuff his kicks are always hard but he ends up taking shots that he shouldn't take Got it. and he was able to avoid a lot of those he was able to avoid a lot of them so but it was a close fight and a good win for osp it's nice to see him get the win and stuff but you know one of those fights where it could have gone either way
0: well, Dana said he's going to warrant I think he's got one more fight left on his contract. So he's like, yeah, I'm going to – we'll go ahead and let him fight it out and see what he wants to do for now. Well, there. Said he said he
1: wanted two more, so
0: – He's only got one more left.
1: Yep, one <clears> more <throat> left. Randy, Randy Brown against Chaos Williams. Man, I, I, th- I thought it was a good fight. I thought it was a good way to open it up. You know, there was supposed to be Donald Cerrone mm-hmm. against Joe Lozon. That fell through because Donald got sick, and, you know, there's nothing that you can sucks. do about that. Well, it happens, you know. Don't go <laughs>
0: eating sushi, man. Oh, dude! It was no, tacos. I don't know what he ate, but it was huh? tacos. It was tacos. Okay. Tacos. Tacos.
1: Okay, you should never be eating tacos, barbecued ribs, or sushi before five. That—that's
0: this is what this. I go to this all the time. You, unless you were eating that your whole camp, don't go don't. and eat that after you've made weight. Yeah. Your body doesn't process it the same way. Cause you've been eating clean for the six weeks or eight weeks. Uh, maybe he's been eating tacos regularly. I don't know. Yeah. But you're also you're not getting the tacos from the same place you got you got them from when you were training in your camp. You know, like you know those people know how to they the same tacos. You don't know how they're cooking their meat. You eat it from a taco truck. Where'd you, get, you know? I don't. I don't know where you got. I feel bad
1: it, for him cause I know. I really the, the the part that really I know this is weird, but you know he had talked so much about. Hey, this is the first time his son was gonna be there. Yep. And he wanted uh-huh. his son to see him, and then he wasn't able to go do that, wasn't able to perform. And I was like, oh man, I feel I'm so bad. I feel so bad for him. I, they're just gonna redo the fight. But it would have been cool for him with the crowd because you know, you know, when he walks out, the crowd just yeah. electrifies. He's that guy that they all get behind. Yeah, his who doesn't like Cowboy? His son's been to his fights.
0: No, no. Like when he was really
1: young. Oh, yeah, talking about danger, right? Yeah, okay. but yeah, first time that his son's gonna understand oh, it because he's gotcha. talked to him yeah, about it and stuff got like it. that. Oh, huh? so but but Randy Brown and Chaos Williams, I thought, wow, they really fought a, a great fight. Chaos Williams got he's got power as far as he can, he can change a fight in a moment's notice. Because Randy Brown is a hard dude to fight yeah. as far as how long he is. And he's got a great jab. He's got a good ground game. What is he, he's got six everything 6'3". Oh, why
0: did I think 6'8"? Six, 6'3 six, at welterweight is pretty tall. Yeah, that's true. Remember what's his name? Uh, the kid that broke his leg real bad. He was 6'3 at... Corey Hill. Corey Hill. 6'3 at 145. Oh, he was 6'4".
1: Six, six, four six, four. At 155. 45. Yeah, 155.
0: Was he? Yeah. I, he was I don't a, think he could
1: get to 145. No, you know what I'm
0: thinking of? I'm thinking of Paul Williams. Oh, Paul Williams. Paul, remember the boxer? Boxer, yeah. He, but he was...
1: Went, no, he fought at middleweight. But I think he did fight at, he at 147. 147. 147. He yeah. fought Margarito. Yeah, I was there at that point. Yeah, fight. So he fought at 147, yeah. but he also fought middleweight. Got yeah. But yeah. Yeah, but Corey Hill was ungodly tall for 155 yeah, pounds. Yeah, that's true. But, again, this is one of those fights. You know, I, I love the fact that Chaos Williams' corner was, you know... Hey man, you got to go after him so doing the right things and mm. we don't know how this is. I think he got that round. You need this round. Randy Brown's corner kind of doing the same thing. Randy Brown getting put down and then coming back after it and putting a really good round on. That fight could have gone either way too. You know, neither guy should feel bad about, you know, the fight as far as the loss for chaos, you fought your butt off. You know, you went out there and you did everything you could to try to get that win, and so
0: there's certain fighters, there's certain fights, I should say, where both fighters' stock doesn't go down. Yeah, and, and that
1: one I don't think yeah. Cass Williams, his stock doesn't go down at all. All
0: right, well, hey, that's gonna wrap up our UFC. No, it's not. That's gonna wrap up our UFC yes, talk. Yes, it is. But <laughs> that's gonna wrap those things up. But then we're gonna actually talk real quick about the Canelo uh, fight. Ooh. And John. Canelo versus Pavlov.
1: Man, like you know, this is one of those things. And this is why I say Sugar Ray Robinson was the greatest fighter of all time. A guy that went from 130 pounds all the way up to 175. Canelo Alvarez, great fighter. Not enough output. Beval too big, too long. I thought Beval actually did the better work. The volume added up. And I thought it, the volume off of, you know, just touching, 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 touching Alvarez. Alvarez going after the bigger shots but not always landing him, not being successful, not having the output and he was just getting outpointed in the fight. I thought the judges were correct. I mean, a lot, I heard a lot of people were oh no, and then I heard people thinking no it should have been more. I thought the judges all three of them I think had it 115-113. Uh,
0: yeah, I actually think they're right. Yeah, But the thing is Canelo's output has never been a lot. He's he'll hit you with some combinations and then he kind of relaxes for a second and then he comes back in. He did the same thing with uh, Triple G, done the same thing with several other guys. I, I,
1: I think he was looking at this like kind of like when he fought Kovalov, mm-hmm. that eventually I'll just I'll get to you and I'm gonna I'm gonna hurt you with power. Yeah. He was never able to really get to him.
0: But that's like I said, he he is a patient fighter. He waits for the openings, they just never came, mm-hmm. they didn't get it done. But hey, uh, overall look Are we going to see it again yes yes he's already came out and said he wants a rematch yeah i don't so. it makes sense but here, hey, for me it's the weight class he, payday he's got i think he's got to go back down payday you run. want to payday he's, he's not a big guy <laughs> he's not he's not a big guy, a big guy at all all. Uh, all right well hey that's going to wrap up our show While we are here in Paris France um stick with us we're going to be doing another show in the midweek show here but we'll be in London for that show. Yes. Hopefully you guys enjoyed we these
1: travel countries to bring yes. our show to you. Yes, we do.
0: <laughs> and uh, for all you people over here in the UK that are hardcore MMA fans, I got a lot of respect for you guys now. Understanding what you guys got to go through to watch these fights live. <laughs> Freaking horrible. All right, guys. Well, hey, thank you guys so much. And uh, make sure you guys go to mybookie.ag. Use that promo code WAYNEEND. And go to Breathe
1: Fume because that is a great product, especially if you're a smoker. For everyone watching, thank you for watching the show. We hope you enjoyed. Watch Bellator on Friday. Watch the UFC on Saturday. We will talk about those fights on our next show. Do something good for someone. Make somebody's day special. I don't care what it is. Just try to make it so someone has a better day. And we will see you.